everybody. You're listening to the QBL Pod, the podcast for the Quit Your Bitchin' League. It is October 24th, and this is episode 213. That is season 2, episode 13. As always, kind of messing things up as I normally do. I think I've been pretty good this season, but that's besides the point. My name is Billy Corrales, and I'm joined by our two co-commissioners, Dylan Cleary and Andrew Green. Gentlemen, mock me when you feel necessary. Well, you almost had it there, Bill. I mean, you were going to say the right month. Then you just said the completely wrong month. No, I didn't. uh, You you said October. It's November. Hold on. Did I go October? Yes. No, I thought it went October. Oh, no, I really did fuck up. How much did you have to drink? I didn't have that much. (laughs) I'm sorry that I went out to an establishment. Pandemic? Uh, it is an establishment that sells food as well as beverages, so it was not against the COVID rules. Plus, I work with all these people anyway. It was nice to get out with my coworkers and reminisce about the two-day week that felt like a seven-day week. It was just very long at the school system. And it only cost you your short-term memory. <laughs> I was I was nervous, too. I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, watching the time count up. I'm like, it's November. It's November. You got this. It's November. Say November. And then I blacked out. And I heard your laugh. And I was like, oh, I must have went oct November. But apparently I didn't. And I just really royally fucked it up. So, yes, it's November 24th. This is Dylan, the real commissioner. Hope everyone's well. This is Andrew, the other real commissioner. It's November 24th, and we feel really good. It's almost Thanksgiving. This is supposed to be a Thanksgiving-themed episode where we're thankful for how well our teams did this week. Can we be? Uh... (laughs) Well, for some of us, at least. Sure. But yes, definitely a Thanksgiving-themed episode. You know, we'll... Billy was supposed to come up with some gobble gobble music, but that didn't happen. I don't so. think that was uh, ever asked of me. <laughs> I think we just decided to change donkey of the week to turkey of the week, and that was it. No, that's right. You want to tell the folks why? Well, <laughs> it's it that get that gets roped into my my best of the week. So I, I'll, I'll I'll save it. I'll save it. Okay, and then we'll jump. Fine. Fair in. enough. How was everyone's Sundays football watching this week? It was all right. The problem I'm having is that I'm getting too, I think, comfortable on the couch to the point where I'm hurting myself sitting watching football all day. (laughs) I don't know if that just means that the couch that was previously owned by Dylan and Julie, which was previously owned by Julie's parents, is far too old. Or if I'm just like sitting in the same chair, regardless, I think I need to kind of move around a little bit more. Because after the one o'clock games, I got up and audibly was like, oh, I couldn't feel my legs. I don't I don't know. I'm just getting old, I think. Do you have it like, do you have it reclined? <laughs> I can't. All right, that's another thing. I can't have it reclined because there's only so few like uh, outlets down here and I, I need them for like phone chargers and lights. And so I've given up the, the recliner. It's no longer a recliner. It's just a leather couch that I'm kind of uncomfortably lying on. Sorry, I was trying to motion to Andrew to speak closer to the microphone next time. (laughs) Regardless. I don't want to lean forward. See, you sound so much better that way, though. (laughs) You just sounded like a cartoon character, like an old one. They're like, I don't want to lean forward. I'm about to send you on the journey of your life. I feel like there was, what's that dog? It's like an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon. He's... (laughs) I don't want to do anything. Oh my gosh, I know which one you're talking. Oh, Droopy no. dog or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to lean forward. Its eyes are always just kind of like the eyes yeah, of like bloodshot. Like he's he's had a bender the night before. He's a raging alcoholic dog. He's just all like, why do I have to go home? The bar is my home. (laughs) (laughs) Put another bowl in my bowl. Anyway, yeah, my football was good. My football was good. Uh, I worked uh, on Sunday. I picked up a shift. um, And so it was really cold and kind of no one really wasn't a lot of golf going on. So I did spend a lot of it inside the inside the clubhouse watching just the Patriots mainly because that's Patriots and going back and forth between the Patriots and the. Um, what was it? Eagles? What was that game? Cle- Cleveland and Eagles. Fucking Which were not really game. games to watch. Oh, my not good life. games to watch. 
And then when I got home, I was watching the uh, the Packers Colts game, and it was very entertaining. And as the game was waning to an end, I remember being like, I was like, oh, I guess it's time to get ready for bed and go to bed. I'm like, oh, it's only like six o'clock. It's just really dark, and I have uh, there's a whole nother game to watch, which I could not watch the eight twenty game. I could not watch that. It was probably an exciting game. I just it was too it was too anxious to watch it. <laughs> wah, wah. Boo-hoo. <laughs> You're the worst. I gotta say, you're terrible. <laughs> just, just, straight, I will, just straight asshole. Let's move on. I will, <laughs> I will agree with Billy on that one. When it when it comes to when it comes to Andrew's like perceived. Uh, oh no! I'm only twenty five points in the lead. I can't possibly <laughs> watch this game. And uh, that's you at all times. <laughs> Andrew just can't. I I told him the other day. He's like these. Actually, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get political here. Well, okay. He's like the people who, who believe the election is, is a fraud. Let's ah, just say yes, that. Yes, yes. When it comes to his fantasy football team and uh, his leads, he's always like, he could have an 80-point lead. And he's like, you never know, man. You never know. I mean, I'm, I might just barely hang on here. And I, like, th- I think what has happened is I remember – I'm traumatized because – I don't remember exactly the year. It might have been 2012, might have been 2011, and I had a very comfortable lead, and Aaron Rodgers was going on a Monday night game or a Sunday night game, and I'm like, I think I got this. Unless he gets like 58 points or something or whatever it was that, and whatever he needed, he got it, and I lost. And I was like, oh, so no lead is safe because anybody can go nuclear. Andrew, do you still use ladders regularly? <laughs> Not not always. Are you are you terrified not, of them though? No. Then I think you can get over something that happened eleven fucking years ago because you got pierced in the asshole by a ladder. What, like five, and you're fine. Five coming up shortly. <laughs> Look at about, that. Uh, got a month. The six, calendar. Historians are going to argue whether it's the thirtieth or the first <laughs> of December when the injury actually happened. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. Five years. I forgot that anniversary was was like coming up. Wow. Oh man. How do how Good do you job, forget? Will. How do you forget? That's something that's just I mean, for Andrew, it's Hashtag gotta be a lot never worse. Forget. Yeah. No, no, we're not. <laughs> Can you imagine scrolling through Twitter and it's like hashtag never forget and it's all 9-11 posts and then it's just Andrew be like, I got pierced in the asshole, never forget. And you just keep going, it's like, oh no, 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 no. I, w- I wouldn't use it in that context <laughs> on the same day. No, but you know, a could you a could you imagine? That's that's a that's a you know we t- best and worst of the week. That's a worst of life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a poor decision. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah my my Sunday football watching was just was normal. I will say I was in a much better mood this Sunday than I was last Sunday. I was even dancing around uh, my basement while I watched a lot of the games, and that's how good a mood I was in. So. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take me to uh, the best of the week. You wear pants. I doubt he does. Oh, right, right now. No, or no. When I'm watching football. No. When you're watching football, you're by yourself. Yeah. Right? Well, what do you? What, what is qualifies as pants? Like, do you mean like like, like not sp- not naked and not just underwear? <laughs> yeah, I wear pants. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I don't know. You normally we usually go over there for football and we watch it together. But with the pandemic, we haven't been going over there, like we said. And Julie doesn't watch football, so it's really probably just you down there, like stewing yes. in your in your farts and whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> and I can imagine. I mean, granted, it's the winter, so I mean, pants are probably. Uh, it's I guess chilly right. it's, in that it's, basement. Yeah, it's chilly. Yeah, yeah. But in the summer, when it's just you down there, I'm sure I could see you being like, you know what? I'm gonna just fucking free ball it on this couch right now. <laughs> Pants off, dance off. <laughs> my That's, teams him, are winning. Him, him, him nah, my go, my go to the- my go to is I was still have gym shorts on. No, maybe no shirt, no shirt, and no nothing else. But I'd have gym shorts. That's my go to. We're just painting a picture for our lady listeners. Yes. Dylan Cleary doesn't wear a shirt sometime. Ooh. Imagine, Ooh. imagine oh. a scarecrow <laughs> being blown around by the wind. That's that's Dylan dancing. No, no, no. That's high school Dylan. Fair. What, what's what's Dylan he... now looks like? Uh, what what what's that guy in Labyrinth? <laughs> 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 with a uh, with the guy from uh, Hocus Pocus, the actor Billy uh, Billy Jones. Oh my god! And he has those uh, his eyes on his hand. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> Uh, that's right doing you're fucking deformed uh no <laughs> terrible i think i look pretty good for a deformed person then what are you trying to say I'll about deformed it. people doing 
you jerk. Moving on. Best of the week. <laughs> Best of the week. Uh, I, I, I've done it, boys. I've done it again. 5-0. and oh. Another 5-0 and oh week. Two in one season. I got to say I'm thrilled. I'm going to go into more detail this time and not just say that's my best. Particularly what made it so the best was that for one of the leagues I had to win on Monday Night Football. It was not the Quichabitchin League. Luckily, I had wrapped that up Sunday. Like pretty much by 2 o'clock, I knew I was winning that league. But I knew this league. Wow. But yeah, we'll get to that. But anyway, no, Monday night, I needed Cooper Cup to have a big game. And I got to say, if you are a Cooper Cup or Robert Woods owner, and I was also rooting for Robert Woods, we'll get to that. That had ramifications in this league. But if you were a Cooper Cup fantasy football owner, you were happy last night watching that game, especially the first half. I could not stop laughing because I'm like, oh, man, I really need a big game for Cooper Cup. I hope he doesn't disappear. And he just – it's just like – for the first half, it was like there was no one else on the field. Goff was just like Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. At halftime, he had nine catches for 109 Jesus. yards. And he finished with 11 catches for 145 yards. And that was just – it was one of those games where you're just like – because you have him, you're just like – I was just hysterically laughing. Every time he caught the ball, I was – after like the first like five or six catches, I was just dying laughing every time he caught the ball. So that was my best of the week. That was one of those games where you expected him to have one of those streaks up the middle and catch like an 80-yard touchdown just because he was playing so well. <laughs> Be like, that's right, Cooper Cup. Hell yeah. That's your best of the week. All right, Bill, you go You go ahead. What's your best of the week? All right, so my best of the week, we'll say it's kind of like a theme week sort of at our school, mainly because it's um uh like the, the week of Thanksgiving break. So – because the classes are broken up into like cohort two and cohort three and half go Monday, Tuesday, half go Thursday, Friday on Friday, all the, all the faculty decided to do a dress like Jake from state farm day where we all went in with red and khakis and we didn't tell any of the students about it. So everyone was just kind of dressed in red and khakis and the students had no idea what was going on. It was a good laugh. We all got a picture together out in front of the school. And then the, uh, the teacher that, uh, had the idea to do it. He tweeted about it, and the real Jake from State Farm tweeted back to him. And it was, you know, it was a little moment of a uh, a bright ray of sunshine. And today we also had Turkey Tuesday, and I went in in my full turkey. What would you call that? A, a onesie? A, a, a jumper? Attire? Yes. My my. <laughs> what what the email said when I sent it out was wear your uh, Thanksgiving best which is turkey-themed clothes or Thanksgiving food-themed clothes. And I straight up bought a, a, a turkey jumpsuit from Target, not a sponsor. It's head-to-toe turkey. And yeah, it was a good day. It was a good day. Hence why yes. this week, it won't be Donkey of the Week. It will be Turkey of the Week. Turkey of the Week. Maybe we can post a photo of the jumpsuit on the QBL Pod Instagram page. We'll see. Turkey of the Week. Maybe. 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 I got you. Maybe it. post that video you sent. The yeah, other I have night. no shame dancing to uh, what was it, Nelly? <laughs> I think. Yes, I got the moves. I only know that because Julie was also watching Dancing with the Stars, and she was like, "Yeah, that was oh, Nelly." The upset of Dancing with the Stars finale. No spoilers. I'm not cut. Yeah, have you watched any of it? <laughs> not this season. Exactly. Can can we just can we just have a? I think we should have a reality TV show corner where we just show, right, show would, about that. Do I your, normally make it quick because we, we talked about before we have a lot to get into this episode. I know. I'm sorry. It's just it's just absolute garbage because in, in the, the finale was literally Neve from Catfish and his partner. And then the other dancers was one of the bachelorettes. I don't know her name and I did not care to know, but she was also. Caitlin. Ah, thank you. I'm sorry. Who? <laughs> that was Dylan. Not even me. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> well, actually, I, I'm second guessing myself. I thought it was Caitlin Bristow. Yes, yes, that's that's who it is. She is dancing with Artem, who now has a baby with one of the Bella twins. They're wrestlers, and they have their own TV show, Total Divas. So uh, essentially, Neve should have won. He was the better dancer, I believe, or so I've been told by my wife. And the problem is the Bellas and also the entire fandom of The Bachelorette was like, we're going to vote for whatever the bachelorette was and Artem because we love their shows and they're so good and blah, 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 blah. And they, and they fucking won spoiler alert. And it's just disappointing because Neve was a better dancer and uh, he deserved it. So, you know, there we go. Fucking worst of the week. Neve showman should have been the champion of dancing <laughs> yeah, with the stars. Fair enough. I'll take Absolute it. Salute robbery, highway robbery. Catfished. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Catfish of the Mirrorball Championship. Okay, so my best of the week, because we it's my turn to talk about best. So this week, watching football, like I said, was, you know, working, not a lot of football, anxious, stressed, blah, 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 trying to watch that Sunday night game. Well, you know, while I'm sitting there drinking my Dunkin' coffee, not a, not a sponsor, not a sponsor. Uh, at work, but I figured uh, I figured we hadn't talked about Dunkin' Donuts yet, so I'll just yeah, damn, we'll mention them every episode, despite them not being a sponsor. One we day they'll to. be a sponsor. That's right. If you just keep if you keep speaking it into existence, having a nice Dunkin' dark roast medium coffee from you your hear favorite this? Dunkin' locations. I'm drinking one now. That's the ice that, sloshing. Wow. Sound effects. Go. An iced wow. coffee at 8.30 at, at night. I say, at this time of night, you're never going to go to bed. <laughs> anyway, has nothing <laughs> to do with- going to love that. Yeah, yeah. We happens. have nothing to do- That has nothing to do with um, what I'm going to say. Anyway, there. best of the week is football related. In my family league, I was playing my father. It was a very important matchup because you know we're getting down to the end for playoffs because we only- Six teams make the playoffs, so- it's we're getting down to the end of the regular season and I'm hovering around that five, six spot. And so is he. So we're both, you know, fighting for this playoff spot and a six pack because we always bet six packs and I won by a couple of points. I just Antonio Brown on a Monday night took me right over the edge. Whoop. And I, I was texting my dad and I'm like, Ooh, Bud Light sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> And he did not respond. But best of the week, I beat my dad. And you've won a six-pack from everyone in your family now. That is correct. I, I won a six-pack from everybody in my family. I won one from Brian from the Quichibitchin League in the beginning of the year. We played two weeks ago in the family league. We bet again. He beat me that time. But I play Brian again. It looks like uh, the week 14 of the Quichibitchin. Right. So I might be able to – that's going to be a determinant of who won the six-pack bets Ah, nice. Overall, uh, mm. you know, like a, a best of three. Yeah. So I think that's that's my best and worst. I think so. I think we're I think we're good, and I think we're ready to get into those matchups, right? I mean, I, did you Dylan, gave your worst? Yeah. I don't my think worst? I didn't give my worst, but did you give your worst? Did I give my worst? No, you were just I like that's so. my best and worst, and we're like, what was it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. My worst. I forgot. Okay, fine. My worst. Is Taysom Hill this week was a in ESPN platforms could be a quarterback and a tight end and I picked him up in three out of the four ESPN leagues that I'm in. I was able to play him in my flex in those three those three leagues. The one league I didn't get him irrelevant. I lost, but not because I didn't have Taysom Hill because my team's garbage. But in one of my leagues, it's a standard scoring league, and I have Taysom Hill in my tight end position. So I had a super flex in a standard scoring league and I still lost. And Not barely. I mean, I guess f- was four points barely. Yeah. Yeah. Four points is tight, but I mean, Jesus. An embarrassment of riches on your end. I lost the 101 to 97. Ooh, that's tough, man. And no decimal points. Holy crap. Wow. Well, there was a couple of decimal points, but oh, okay, they're, okay, they're, okay. They're not really that important. That wouldn't, wouldn't have made a difference, but um, gotcha. Yeah, and so now that guy is ten and one, and I'm five and six. I think I've dropped four in a row, and I'm kind of hovering in that that uh, that six spot. So that was my worst. Awesome. Thanks That's for fair. I was I, I was know. on a high note going into the matchups, and now I'm sad. Thanks, Dylan. Sorry. Well, <laughs> my worst of the week, just real quick, because I like I said, I won in all my leagues, so oh. it's hard to really be upset about anything. But to be a little picky here, I was a little upset on Sunday, like. Midway through the day or towards the end of the uh, four o'clock games because Miami defense, holy crap. Last week I played the Washington defense. They got me negative one point. So I'm like, fuck it. I put in my waiver claim, Miami. They're going against Denver this week. They got the Jets next week. And now they get Cincinnati in two weeks. Holy, I didn't know that at the time, but now that the unfortunate Joe Burrow injury, that sets up nicely though for the Miami defense. But anyway, I pick up the Miami defense expecting a great game they're going Denver has been crap offensively Drew Locke has been a turnover machine and I mean they were pretty bad the whole game they only gave up 20 points but they were just getting giving up tons of yards they had three points with four seconds left the Miami defense had three points I'm like fine I'll take it and the commentators are saying the Broncos are just going to throw up their Drew Locke is, is fourth down they're just going to throw the ball as high and as far out of bounds as possible to eat up the rest of the time and end the game 
But what does Drew Locke do? He doesn't throw it out of bounds. He throws the ball inbounds to a receiver who <laughs> catches it for Denver and goes like 70 yards. And they thankfully, uh, a Miami defender tackles him because he could have just let him go right in the end zone. But with that 70 yards, I went from three points to negative one points on that one play because of the yardage, which makes which reminds me, I think next year we should vote to remove yardage from the defensive players' things. I think it should just be points based and we can adjust the scoring. <laughs> no, the, that's crazy. That is crazy. Wham. Negative. It's ne- if you get if a defense gives up 450 yards, it's negative five points. I was like, hey, holy here, crap! Here, here's a novel concept. Fucking stop. You're the defense. Stop people. Do you? I agree, drunk. but I I do play in other leagues where it's just points based, and I do like it better personally. I don't like the yardage as much. I like- unless I'm going against someone. If their defense, I want the yardage. Yikes. But when my defense well, is I mean. playing, I don't so, want the yardage. So that's that's kind of like it's 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 a double edged sword. Yeah, it gives you the opportunity if someone that's where like Justin who plays defenses out of if he's got a lead and he takes defenses out because it's like oh you think the other team's going to give up that many points it's like well they could give that many points in that yards and he could have you know that's where victories can be win i like it but, but we can put it for a vote really if you're at put it for that. a vote if every yeah again maybe everyone agrees with you and that's that we keep it but that was just my thing anyway yes let's get into the matchups we've talked enough about bullshit and of course we start with our man and i'm not even going to to what 20 minutes yeah <laughs> oh 20 minutes oh wow okay yes let's we got a lot to talk about. Let's get in. So we're talking, we're going to start as we start every week with our main man. And I'm not even going to, you know, keep you on edge here because it's three weeks in a row now. Tom was eviscerated by Nate this time. Ooh, and yeah. it was a we true, <laughs> a true <laughs> evisceration. The final score, 179.34 to 116.42. Biggest margin of victory on the week. And Tom, that's like we said, three losses in a row ever since the curse by Andrew. Three straight losses. Tom has gone from seven and one to seven and four. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Tom, you can stop this curse. All you have to do is Venmo me a hundred dollars. <laughs> and I will lift the curse. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. And on the other side. <laughs> Nate, honestly, Nate, we we removed the boom bust tag last week from him, and I think honestly, I think right now he has the scariest team. It's of all I of all the teams. If I could choose one team that I didn't want to play, it would be Nate's team right now. His team is destroying it. He did have a a, a semi down week last week against Andrew of all people, where he only put up 121 points. But otherwise, his team has really been killing it. I mean, he's got. Dalvin Cook, who had 25 points this week. Keenan Allen, 34 and a half. He's got Aaron Jones, who only had an okay week, but still put up 17 points. You know, he has he has Aaron Rodgers, but he didn't play Aaron Rodgers because he, guess, guess who he has? Justin Herbert, 27.7 points. I mean, he has Antonio Brown, who only had an okay week. If he heats up, Amari Cooper. I mean, holy crap. His team Honestly, Amari is Cooper stacked. is his worst player. <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine if Dak didn't get hurt? But then that would affect a bunch of other things too. But holy crap. If someone is- if if any one of you like five weeks ago were like, Hey Billy, you have the choice coming up in week twelve to play Tom's team or to play Nate's team, wh- whose team would you want to play? And I'd be like, Clearly Nate's. It's garbage. And now now I'm now I'm actually kind of okay going against Tom. I'm like, I could potentially pull off this upset, you know? Crazy. That is true. because uh, Nate, he he's only five and six. Because he had a tougher start to the year, but now that his team is cooking, uh, literally cooking hey. with Dalvin Cook, he he's definitely a tough team to play. And like he, if he can go on a run here and win three straight, I I would say based on his points scored right now, I think he ranks fourth. Yes, I believe so. He, I mean, I'm gonna guess he's gonna keep climbing. He's gonna make the playoffs, I think. But he 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 pretty much does have to win win out from here on out. And I remember last year we had a similar situation. If you guys remember the last season, Tom mm. started off one and five or something like that. And then his team went on an absolute tear. He won like six straight or he's won six of seven. Yeah. And he was dominating the league. And we were all like, Oh my God, Tom's team is so scary. <laughs> but then he lost, he lost the final week of the season and that knocked him out and he missed the playoffs because of it. I think Nate is this year's Tom. <sighs> all right. Who's going to take him out? <laughs> Well, this week Nate's playing Kevin, Oof. which 
you know, Kevin's team is is maybe Kevin's team's the boomer bust team this year. His team's a bit hit or miss. So we'll see if Kevin can can take him out this week. And Tom is playing Billy, as we mentioned. Yo, here we go. And this that's we'll get right into it now. The only team to outscore Nate this week was Andrew as he crushed Billy. Oh. It was a high scoring affair. I mean, yeah. Billy <laughs> Billy put up a fight. The final score is one eight one eighty five point three to one fifty four point nine six. Uh, do either of you guys want to talk about it? I mean, Billy, I'll let you go first. Sure, why not? Because I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> no, I, right. I, I enjoyed one because I watched the uh, I watched the Patriots game and the and the the Texans, and I loved seeing uh, Deshaun Watson just light it up. Just it was phenomenal. But I was already kind of in the hole anyway because Thursday night, uh, what's the, what the fuck is his name? Russell Wilson, you know, got how many did he get? Like twenty. Thursday night, yeah, just just yes. only twenty. Just, Very disappointing. It was 20. it was a low week for for Wilson, but that's fine. I'm um, I'm still just pissed because again, you know, I feel like I'm coming up to this uh this podcast every single Tuesday. I mean, like, you know, just made the wrong choices, uh, sat the wrong people. Uh, it is what it is. Next week we'll do better. And each fucking you week, sound like I you said, sound like Cam Newton that's after it. a Patriots loss. I was about <laughs> to make that comparison. Every single week, Cam Newton gets up there with his shit eating grin, and he's just like. I uh, I'm doing my best, you know. We got to try our hardest, and uh, I'm I'm throwing passes, and they're catching. But you know, at the end of the day, this one's on me. This one's on me. And I gotta say, I agree with Cam. At the end of the day, this one's on me. I sat Curtis fucking Samuel as like, oh, he's he. I think is the bane of my existence because he's not good to be an auto. He's not good enough to be an automatic start. But I feel like True. every single time I fucking sit him, he's just like, yeah, I'll get 30 fucking points this week. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then Chase Edmonds. I don't know what I was fucking thinking. Chase Edmonds for the past couple weeks. I mean, I think he had like one or two bad games, but he's been at least a double digit score and uh, running back. And I was just like, nah, we'll sit him for Travis motherfucking Fulgham, who gets me 1.8 points because he's on the fucking Eagles, and again the Browns and then like the Browns and the Eagles played each other, and it's just it's just my nightmare. The uh, the Browns have once again foiled me somehow because <laughs> of the fucking weather. I just I think I think I like like Ty Lockett. I I will never forgive the Browns. They are a shit team, which is why their name is the motherfucking Browns. Andrew, take over. I'm I'm tired. okay. So here's the thing, the uh, Billy. You look up the weather. That really makes a difference in matchups. I know uh, now. Because a week before, the Cleveland weather with Deshaun Watson and your, you and Teddy's matchup, it did it boned you because no one could throw the ball. It was a really yeah. ground and pound kind of game. You also got Fulgham, which, Ugh. you know, whatever. You, you also – you picked – Michael Pittman Jr., who's on your team as a start of the week last week, I and so I was like, "I'm like, oh, he'll probably play him." I had no, and faith. you didn't, and and so that was you that. Had no I mean, faith, I, but you you prescribed to our fans. I did yeah, listen to this podcast to start Michael Pittman Jr. They How trusted you. Well, no, Zach hey, trusted you. I, <laughs> I I I led no one astray. Michael Pittman Jr. had a great game. I led True. myself astray because I didn't believe in myself. And again, that one's on me. But uh, we're on to next week, I guess. Because Cleveland, I love Cleveland. 20, Fuck Cleveland. Twenty fantasy points from the defense. Those Oof. fucking oh, assholes. Yeah. And the Ravens, right. the Ravens couldn't fucking hold on to a single fucking point. All, all like I was slowly like, all right, all right, we got ten points. We're good. The automatic ten, I can take that. And then it was like nine. I was like nine's fine. And then it dropped to seven. I'm like seven's okay. And then I was like five. You fucking kidding me? You guys are the Ravens. You're you're like the second best defense in the league. And then I realized. Hold on, oh, Billy. Hold on, Billy. I'm sorry. I'm heated. No. You do realize that you have two players from I, the Tennessee That's where Titans. I was fucking going. I was like, and I'm like, who the fuck are they even playing? I didn't even bother to look because the Ravens are the Ravens. And I saw them. I saw the fucking people there. It was the Tennessee Titans. And Derek motherfucking Henry and Johnu motherfucking Smith were on my team. And I'm like, I am an idiot because no matter what points they get, it hurts my defense. And now I'm just, I'm, I'm literally fighting myself. I'm just. It's, you're, le- it's, you're learning. You're I'm, learning I'm as learning. the years go on. I hate the nuances it. <laughs> of fantasy football matchups, weather, having players going against the defense that you're starting. Man, if it's, it's you know, it's just not great. Like you'd think after after doing this for 
however many years. I think four at this, not this league, and doing fantasy football. I think this might be year four or five. We were talking about it Saturday night with our friends. How many years the noob league has gone on? Because that's how long I've played. I don't recall. But you'd think I'd fucking learn by now. Who knows though? Maybe, maybe, maybe next season if there is one, COVID relenting, uh, I'll be, I'll be better. Who knows? But I'm pissed. All right. On to always next year, Bill. Let's 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 talk about my team for just a touch. I don't think we this, need it. The highest scoring points in the league. I think we can talk about it real quick. Granted, that was with the superflex of yeah. uh, Taysom Hill. Those points don't matter. Uh, it didn't make up the and difference. In this, that anyway? didn't. It didn't give me the win. Uh, like I said, twenty points from my Cleveland defense. Twenty points from oh, Mark yeah. Andrews. Seventeen points from Jefferson. Thielen, 25 from Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. You know, oh, that was just I, that was cherry on top because at that point in the Monday night game, it was already over. Low point for Kareem Hunt. He got a touchdown, but he really wasn't doing without that touchdown. He he had nothing going on. Um, but the weather may have had anything to do with that. Billy, I'm impressed with your wide receivers. Tyreek Hill and Adam oh, Thielen. Both uh, Adam Thielen, 32 points. He was great at catching things. He really was. He even caught You're an COVID. Asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> yes. Andrew Car- Andrew. "Quote unquote," cursed Adam Thielen as his start of the week last week, and did not work for fantasy. But he did catch COVID, so I will say it kind of worked in a way. Who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Thielen will be fine. It's just got to be what it is currently. Andrew's gonna walk around like he's some big tough guy. He's like, "Look at me, look at me and my curses." I'm Andrew Green. La 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 la. But then once you two go up against each other next week, you can go and both fuck yourself. How about that one? All right. Good well, segue. I Thank can't you. wait for the six pack to get from you. But yeah, uh, it's a 12 me. pack, everybody. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a 12 pack. Um, I will say one brief thing before we move on to the next match. The trade I made with Ryan, Tom Brady for Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs outscored Tom Brady this week. So it's a win. I'm two for two with my trades. That's all I can have for bragging rights this year. Thank you. I am done. Fair enough. You are a Turkey of the Week candidate, though, for playing Travis Fulgham over Michael Pittman Jr. specifically because he was your star of the week, you asshole. Literally anybody. Uh, Yeah. Even (laughs) even Melvin fucking Gordon scored more points. (laughs) I'm so mad. A fucking Bronco. Oh, them in the dumbass orange jerseys. They're like the fucking Browns. Move on. I I was mad about that, too, Bill. I was mad about Melvin Gordon, too. Yes, moving on. As as Billy uh, said, uh, Andrew is playing me in week 12. So the the commissioner bowl, the first and only time we play each other in the regular season, maybe we meet again in the playoffs or something. We'll see how things shake out. Nice humble brag. But, no, well, I don't know. We <laughs> one of, maybe hey, we two both of us have winning records. You don't. Ah, I'm true. getting there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Andrew seven and four. Billy is four and seven. Yeah, four and seven is going to be tough to make the playoffs, Billy. You'll definitely have to win all your matchups from here on out, but we'll get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So I, going to my matchup now, I played Teddy this week Ooh. and I just wrecked him. <laughs> 144.22 to 90.72. One of the least stressful matchups in fantasy I've ever had. I had a small amount of stress for the first half of the first set of games because Teddy had uh, Chase Claypool. And Brandon Cooks, who started off strong, they made some big plays, and I was like, "Oh my god, really? I'm like, is Teddy really going to go off this week?" But after that, really, it was nothing. My team started going to work. DJ Moore started catching everything. Michael Thomas, he's back, baby. <laughs> Nine catches for 104 yards. Especially, it felt so good against Ted because, as you guys all know, that was the trade earlier. Michael Thomas for James Robinson. Robinson was okay, 11 points, but definitely felt good for Thomas to have his comeback game and uh, outscore Robinson against Ted. But yeah, I mean, it was a pretty, pretty easy matchup. Carlos Hyde, I played him on Thursday night. I was desperate. I'm like, I need a running back. And I was like, you know what? It would be poetic to play Carlos Hyde against Ted. That was his like old team's namesake. Someone from, like Hyde last the year. Christians. This was a bad matchup. He would always play Carlos Hyde, and I would never get it. But then Carlos Hyde would actually be decent. I'd be like, God damn. So I played him against Ted. And wouldn't you know, 17 and a half fantasy points. Thank you, Carlos Hyde. I really appreciated that. So, yeah, it was uh, a good week for me. Ted's team was dog shit uh, (laughs) other than Pat Mahomes. Even Pat Mahomes only 21 points this week, so it was uh, a down week for him. Claypool, 15.9. He was okay, but everyone else really. Hayden Hurst, man, goose egg. That was... Hurst. 
<laughs> that Hayden Hurst. That Hurst. Yeah, that Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with that, with the victory, you know, I'm seven and four now. I join Andrew and Tom at seven and four. We're all in the playoff hunt. We're in decent spots, but it's not over yet. Teddy's five and six, and he has the lowest amount of points in the league by over a hundred points. <laughs> really going to be a tough hill to climb for Ted because even if he wins out, eight and six. If he t- if it comes down to any sort of tiebreaker, he's not going to win. He has so, less points than Brian. Oh my gosh! Yes, he does. So tough for Ted. Hey, he does get to play Justin this upcoming week, which is a big matchup because. Justin is also five and six after he lost to the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Green, wow. who pull, who I hated him last week. I hated him last week. I love him this week. Back to back wins for Brian. He put up 141.02 points, and Justin only put up 97.08. So that was awesome. Andrew, do you want to talk about your little broski? Ew. Yes. Good old Brian playing spoiler here at the end of the season. He's mathematically eliminated, which is a very shame for him. But he finally, you know, his number one pick finally showed up and actually did something of value. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I think two (laughs) touchdowns, 20 fantasy points. Good for him. Justine. uh, I mean, sorry, Justin. (laughs) What's the difference? Fuck him. He's a mega douche and he lost and I love it. But yeah, so Brian's team is it's it's he he's showing up in the right time for spoiler. You know, that's two good weeks in a row, even though against Dylan it didn't really need to have a good week because Dylan played so poorly. And even this so one, Justin. Justin played poorly too, but he's still Brian put up a good clip of, of points. What I'm saying is Correct. it's it's not like he's like, you know, winning 90, 99 to ninety seven. Like he's putting up he's actually putting up points. He had a, you know, and this is with Josh Allen on a bye, which is pretty good. Wow. Uh, he he had to play Joe Joey Burrow, who oh, R.I.P. to his legs. Tragic. But going forward, Brian's team is is just it's it's it is not good. Um, but <laughs> it is it is playing spoiler going forward. And uh, wouldn't you know, it Godwin be nice? finally Godwin had a good game. Did he have more points than uh, Mike Evans this, oh, this no. week? We gotta look. We should look because yes. Godwin had 18 points and Mike Evans had 15.9. So yes. honestly, I blame Brady on that one because Evans was playing really good in the beginning, and then the whole second half, all he was like right before the half and the whole second half, he was just hyper targeting Antonio Brown yeah. for some reason, which I was okay with. I liked it, but I think Mike Evans was giving Tampa Bay the best opportunities. To, like that touchdown was a Mike Evans touchdown. Like yeah, Tom Brady threw it, but. So, but Brian, yeah, Evans, team, Evans, big boy, his way into the end zone. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, I think what did Kalen Balaj get hurt? So he might have to replace him. But Robert Woods, huge game for him. The defense, the Saints defense, is playing really well. Now let's look over here at Justin's minus one point for the defense. <laughs> his kicker with two. Ronald Jones, there was no no magic there. Two point four. I think he he missed a couple of blocks and dropped a couple of passes. So I think he was in the doghouse that game. Probably. Leonard Fournette got the rushing touchdown for Tampa oh. Bay. So not what you want to see if you're the Ronald Jones owner. <laughs> Leonard Honestly, watching the game, I, watching that uh, the uh, Indy in Green Bay game, I thought Deontay, uh, Devontae Adams was going to be going nuclear because it seemed like every time I saw him, he was catching the ball. But he only had seven for 100 and a touchdown, which is still a good game. <laughs> That's a floor game. Yeah. <laughs> it is a floor game. But no, like for the way Devontae he was getting Adams. targeted, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be one of those 40 point games, and Brian's going to be <laughs> on the uh, receiving end of a Devontae Adams, like just bone fest. But you know why I loved watching the Green Bay game? Because they lost. <laughs> well, they lost, but there was really no, no, no stress because I knew that my boy, Mason Crosby, would hit any shot he made. What do he have? Like 12 points this week? Seven, two, five? I don't even know. You're the Mason Crosby fanboy. You should. tell us. I should. You and after this, Mason Crosby's not in this matchup, so I don't know I, why you're bringing him up. I jumped. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So, Brian, good job. Good win. Justin, I'm going to nominate him as a Turkey of the Week nominee. Ooh. Even though it ended up not mattering because Brian ended up pulling away so much on Monday Night Football thanks to Woods and Godwin. Uh, I wanted to just – I'm trying to find nominees. It's getting harder. Our league is getting better at this. But he did bench Car- – I mean, I don't even know if I want to not – I had no, this written up can't. before I don't. the matchup. I had this written up before the matchup. Carson Wentz, he benched for Matt Ryan because I thought it was going to be a close game. But at this point, actually, I take it back. I'm not making him a turkey nominee this week. 
No, I'm, 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 I think we should make him a turkey nominee for having a kicker, two kickers on his team, and one of them being on a bye week. You probably could have found a better quarterback out there on the waiver wire. So, <laughs> fair. Okay, fine. Justin, you're still a turkey nom. <laughs> and Brian can hopefully continue his spoiler ways next this week, week 12, because he's playing Ryan. Mm-hmm. And Ryan is now in sole possession of first place. He's 8-3 and three because he was able to pull out the victory over Kevin. It came down to the wire last night on Monday Night Football because Ryan, half of his team, is just the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> so they were all playing, and he ended up winning 117.84 to 111.69, but it really came down to like the last three minutes of the game before he took the lead over Kevin. So we were all rooting for Kevin, I think, because it would have made things more interesting and kept Ryan... Seven and four, and tied with a lot of us, but he got the win. He's eight and three. And if the season ended today, he'd be the champ. So let's hope that this COVID spreading that we're seeing on Baltimore does not continue. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to um, ask Dylan, because no offense, Billy, you're not going to know the answer to this. Don't worry. Um, so that play, and that, and the, so there was a play in the Tampa Bay game. For those of you who are watching, I think it was in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady goes, it's like third down. He goes to pass it to Mike Evans, but it's batted down at the line of scrimmage and it's up in the air. And Tom Brady catches it and then threw it immediately to Mike Evans, who caught it, but like two or three yards before the first down. Yes. So it's a penalty because Tom Brady caught the ball and then threw it forward. But because they didn't get the first down, they declined the penalty. So all that stayed because they didn't want to have Tom Brady to replay the down, which was smart. But just Mike Evans was credited with the catch in the yards and like the yards that Tom Brady threw, but Tom Brady wasn't credited for a catch first and then he threw it. Right. Yeah. It was confusing. Yeah. He threw it. It was, you know, in football, you can't have two forward passes. You're allowed one forward pass on a play. If so, when he threw it, when he caught his own pass and then threw it again, that was illegal. That was the flag. Mike Evans did catch it, and normally it would be a flag. It wouldn't count, but it, that made it fourth down. So, yeah, then um, the Rams were just like, yeah, no, we'll decline it and punt it away. So it was crazy because at the time the score was so close that Mike Evans getting those points, I was like, oh, my God, is that for real? There, Evans just got points. Is Ryan going to win because of that play? It ended up he would have won anyway, but it was crazy. And they did award Brady a point for a catch originally, but they took it away. But that would have been really bad if Brady got a point for a catch and Mike Evans got the points for the catch. Oh, yeah. that would have been crazy. But it didn't end up mattering. Ryan ended up winning by six points, which was more than what that catch was worth. So, yeah. But so, so this matchup was pretty lackluster. There wasn't a lot going on. No one, only one 20 point score. Yeah. No, I mean, pretty shit. 117 to 111. It's a pretty shit matchup. Pretty low scoring. I mean, Kevin really needed this win. He's now four and seven. He was on a three-game win streak. It looked like he was gonna, you know, potentially win win out and may, maybe make the playoffs. But I think at this point, it's gonna be pretty pretty near impossible. I mean, he could win out and go seven and seven, but I just I don't know if seven and seven is good enough. I mean, normally it isn't, and I'm gonna guess there'll be four teams with at least eight wins this year. We'll see. Maybe not, but yeah. Kevin, he's not mathematically eliminated. Like Bill, him and Bill are both four and seven. They're not mathematically eliminated, but it's going to be tough, tough sledding going forward. Got to win out. Got to win out and got to get a lot of luck from other matchups. A lot of, lot of points sure. scored is, is also needed. That as well, yes. So we nominating Kevin here? Oh, yeah, for a turkey nom. Yeah, I put him on there because, I mean, it was a close matchup. I guess it wouldn't have technically cost him, but he has three tight ends on his team, and he played the lowest scoring one. They're all, they all had good weeks for tight ends. I mean, Hunter Henry had 14.8, Tunyon had 15.9, and Dallas Goddard had 18.7. Oh, sorry, Tunyon had 15.4. Dallas Goddard had 18.7. He could have played him over Hunter Henry. Still would have lost, so it's tough. But we're, we're struggling here for turkey noms, and we wanted to get a few in. So it's him, Justin, and Billy, and we'll vote on that momentarily. I do want to say now, Ryan, he's probably in the playoffs unless he loses all his games, but even then he'll probably still make it. It would have been interesting if he had lost because half of his team is literally the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) He has Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Gronk, and the kicker, Ryan Suckup. And the Buccaneers go on by week 13. So that would have been very interesting if he had lost this week. You know, if he had lost next week and then I'm going to guess 13, he just loses. He's against I mean, he no. He's been, against Ted Week Thirteen. 
Yeah, but I mean, his half. It doesn't matter who you're against when half your team's on by. You know, that's, but, that's but pretty. The tough. other half it may be better than Ted's full that's team. What that's what I'm what talking about. Yeah, like Ted's team is absolute trash. That's true. So uh, we'll see. Let's Beat you let's, <laughs> exactly. But I can. But you know, potato, potato. We got the same record. I think I could be wrong. No, Ted's five and six. Yeah, you're four and seven. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So now we're done with the matchups. We're going to talk a little bit about the next few weeks. First of all, trade deadline. The trade deadline in the Quichabitchin League is this Friday, the 27th. But, well, I say Friday, but it's 3 a.m., so it's really Thursday night. Thanksgiving night is the trade deadline. So if you want to make any trades, you got to get them in before then. So we'll see if any last-minute deals get struck before then. Yeah, so looking ahead, final three weeks schedule. I made a little strength of schedule doc here for the boys. We're going to break it down. I basically, I ranked matchups either hard or medium, neutral, or easy. And so the hard teams, I basically, the top five teams right now, I said are hard matchups, which are Ryan, Tom, myself, Andrew. And I put Nate in there because even though he's five and six, like we said, he's hot. He's scoring a lot of points. I do not want to play him right now. Neutral matchups, I said Billy, Justin, and Kevin. And then easy matchups, I put Brian and Teddy because they have the worst record slash lowest points in the league. I know Teddy's five and six, but he literally has the <laughs> lowest points in the league by a lot. So I th- consider him an easy matchup, though anyone can go off at any time. And if we look at the chart, which obviously you guys can't see, but I'm going to explain it to you. Perhaps we post a photo of this on the QBO pod. Yes, so if someone's maybe. listening, they can look at it and understand what's going on. Yes. If they care that much, they might. who knows? <laughs> we are one but basically <laughs> just notes from looking ahead to the schedule. Uh, Ryan's got the easiest schedule going forward. He gets to play Brian and Teddy in the last, which is Oof. basically the two of the easiest matchups I think on the schedule, even though Brian's playing better. And then he gets to play Billy in week 14, which is a neutral matchup. So, Ryan's got the easiest schedule. Brian <laughs> has got the hardest schedule, <laughs> oh, which is guy. great. I think it's great. No, no, no. I don't think it's poor. He should want the hardest schedule because he's out. He's mathematically eliminated. He can't make the playoffs. All he can be is a spoiler. So he plays Ryan, Nate, and Andrew. Three teams all fighting for the playoffs. Even though Ryan this week, maybe he's already in, but still, you beat him, you make him a little nervous, make him sweat. Nate has to win, so that's a big one. Andrew, it's week 14. We'll see. If he wins... The next two weeks, then it probably won't be a big deal for him. But still, could be, could be, could. Brian, there's a could six knock pick on the line. It's going to be a huge deal. <laughs> that's exactly right. So uh, that's an interesting note. And then uh, Andrew and I both have pretty equal schedules. Andrew has to play Dil- uh, myself and then Tom, so that's tough. And then he finishes against Brian. Wow. I play Andrew and then Justin and Kevin. So that's that's interesting. So. That's about that's about all we have for this week. Things will clear up a little bit more next week, but I don't know. Did you guys have any notes on what you saw in this thing? Yes. So you made the strength of schedule based off of total points for the whole season, but I just want to look at someone like Tom's team who is this juggernaut in the beginning. Over the past three weeks, you know, he has averaged 118 points. He had 116, 123, and 116. And even your boy Ryan at the top there. He's only averaging 129 points, 117, 117, 185. Yeah, I mean, some teams are, are are limping down the stretch. Tom, definitely. I mean, I have to give him the respect because his team was so dominant for most of the season, and he could still bounce back. But, yes, if he continues like the last three weeks, then he kind of is an easier matchup. So we'll see. He play. Who did we say he's playing this week? Billy. So let's see what happens. If he loses to Billy, wow, that's four in a row. That will be tough for Tom. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that would that that wow was directed to Tom losing four weeks in a row and not yes. directly at wow I beat him. So, I, I, no, you <laughs> just put up 154 points. I mean you, I mean I know you put up 75 or whatever oh, the week before, what a but week that was. So <laughs> if but if you put up 154 or something similar this week, you'll probably beat Tom based on the rate he's going, unless his team bounces back finally. I'm kind of hoping his team is not like a person that's like at the end of the life, at end of their life, and they get like that last surge before they die. Uh, if if that's the case, Tom, could you have your last surge two weeks from now and not next week? Just keep limping along to death. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets me in week thirteen, and and that's when you know the Carolina team is on a bye, so I lose Mike Davis or Christian McCaffrey, whoever's healthy. Mm-hmm. Final surge, Tom. Yeah. Week thirteen. 
I say objectively right now, I think Nate and Andrew's teams are, I mean, obviously they just had the highest scoring weeks, so it makes sense, but I do think they're looking the best. Nate's obviously, I think he's number one right now in terms of scariest opponent because Andrew did have Taysom Hill this week, which he won't have going forward, but I'm going to guess Christian McCaffrey comes back week 14, which is scary for the playoffs. And if Andrew can get to the playoffs, that's all you need. So those, uh, those a Christian McCaffrey, Mike Davis, dual back feet. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that would suck. That would suck for you. Yeah, or if Christian McCaffrey just doesn't come back this season, that would also suck. Because Mike Davis has been just mediocre. Recently. He had 18 points this week. That's true. That was against Detroit. They're like, hey, they're hey, like a, hey, hey. Anyway, yes. Anyway, that's it for that. Uh, starts of the week, and then we'll oh, vote on the turkey oh, of the week. God. Even though I think we all know who that is. Anyway, <laughs> do, do we even need to vote? Yes, um, we do. Fair. So starts of the week. So Andrew, last week you said Adam Thielen, who obviously went off for 32, but then got COVID. So <laughs> I don't know. That's like a half a win for the curse. I don't know. But who you got this week, Andrew? Travis Kelsey, baby. Oh, you son of a bitch. I forgot you're playing me. Oh, my God. I hate you. So last week for me, I originally I said Jameis Winston, if he played. I made sure to say if he played. He did not play. So obviously no one played him. And I said you could play Taysom Hill. I didn't even get into this whole flex thing, though, about starting when you're tight end or anything. But then I said as a backup, Kirk Cousins, you could play him against Dallas. He had 22.96 points. You were happy if you played him. This week, stream of the week, I got, you know, see Atlanta play Atlanta. Derek Carr, he's looking good this year under John Gruden. He's playing well. If you can pick up Derek Carr against Atlanta this week, I'd say pick him up and play him. He's going to have a good week. Billy, we already said last week, start of the week, Michael Pittman Jr., who was good, 15.6 points, despite the fact that Billy did not play him. Bill, who are you going to start this week? You, who are you going to start this week? Who am I going to start this week? That is... Yes. All right, then I need to look at my team. No. No, 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 no. Who's your starter? Start of the week is going to be uh, Nelson Aguilar. He's also playing against the Atlanta Falcons. And Oh, you know, nice. We're going against Atlanta. You got to play him. He's on our. Uh, he's on. He's on the the waiver wire. So if you want him, go get him. Yeah, I. The only week I played Nelson Aguilar this week was two weeks ago when he had his worst <laughs> week of the season and he got like one point eight points. Otherwise, he's been pretty good. I can't believe it though. I was so pissed. Turkey of the week, as we oh. said, Billy. Justin and Kevin were the nominees. I mean, I think it's clearly hold Billy. On. Hold on, hold but, on, hold but. on. Thanksgiving is coming up. This is a turkey noms. I think maybe we should pardon our turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> no turkey, no turkey of the week. I say we pardon them. I agree. Corn oh, and Billy. I agree. Pardon me, please. <laughs> pardon me. I know. I know. You you want to pass up on our first potential three week? Uh, well, I guess it's not a donkey, so. That would be back to back to back weeks for Bill. Yeah. No, we're part. We're, 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 we're part letting the turkeys go, and then we realize, oh, we have extra stuffing. <laughs> <It's Billy>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying pardon. No turkey, nom. That's Thanks. true. There was of giving, and there wasn't any good ones because even if Billy did make the right decision, he still would have lost. So That's very true. And so would everyone else. Okay, fine. No turkeys this Woo! week. Close call. Any anything else, guys, that you want to add before the music comes in? No, I, I got nothing. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right, then. Mm-hmm. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Don't, happy Thanksgiving. don't spend it with your families and spread the COVID. <laughs> the COVID. Spread Be safe. Be safe, everyone. And goodbye. Goodbye.